Okay, I think that this is episode 19 of Dear Taylor Tots. Today we are going over the year 2016. So we're continuing our time in Legrand. At this point, that's like the longest we had lived anywhere because a lot of our for that those first you know, five plus years of our marriage, we kind of spent a year in each place. But, um, <clears throat> okay, so for 2016, what kinds of things do you want to start? Um, okay. It ended up kind of, kind of being a big year for a lot yeah. of things. Um, I'm, I'm fuzzy on the chronology of stuff, so... Okay, well... Do you want to be chronology or just, like, things that happen? Um, we can go through chronology-wise. Um, we should have written some of this stuff down, though. Yeah. So, We can be okay. random, it's okay. Okay, um... New Year's... I... We were at my parents' house, I think... For New Year's. Um, and then. Girls were doing dance. Maylene Elena did ballet. Well at the start of the year. Is that is that when. Ro- Rose broke her arm? No. Okay. That was. In the middle. In, in August. Okay. So. Okay. Right. So. Here we go. Um, <laughs> Towards the end of the year. So. We, so they were doing a little ballet class and Elena did ballet for a couple years. Mailey loved it did, and did it was really fun. Did we have a reunion fun. that year during December or January? I don't believe that. that the beach house? I don't think that was an official reunion. No. And I don't. Remember if it was that year or not. No, I, let's see. We might have gone to the beach house, though, because I think... No, that is when... That that's when... Or would that have been the, the next year where she was eating the sand and Derek was having a hard time with that? Um, she wasn't walking walking yet, so I think... Well, no, well, I think it was the next year. Yeah, she was that. just a couple months old, okay. so... Yeah, so no, I don't think so. Um, okay, so... They were doing ballet. Anything else you want me to recommend? <laughs> <laughs> doing ballet. Okay. Um, and then in, it was in April, I believe, like March, April, your mom was having a lot of health issues. And do you, what more do you want sure, to say about yeah, that? Yeah, so I'll talk about that because I had a good experience. So, um, my mom had called me up at work and said, hey, um, would you be able to come over to Baker after work? Um, we need to have a, you know, a talk with the family. And so I said, yeah, I can, I can come down. And on the drive over, um, the spirit revealed to me that my mom was sick with cancer and so when I got there, you know, they had the Skype call up 
they were, you know, they were getting everybody on the Skype call and, and I remember my dad, my mom. What did that Tiancum feel like? There, Do you want to elaborate on that, on your spiritual feelings? It just like. For the kids. Yeah, I, I guess the feeling, it was just, it was kind of like a calming feeling. Like, not necessarily that everything would be okay, but that. I don't know. I guess looking back on it, I feel like I was given an opportunity to be emotionally stable throughout this whole, you know, sickness with my mom. And I think that was started from their very beginning because of that spiritual experience that I had. And I mean, it came as a it came as a thought to me, and then just kind of like a warm warm feeling after that thought. And obviously, like you don't want to, you know, hearing that your parent has cancer that is terminal is never a calming feeling. But for whatever reason, that's what I got. So, so I you know I was sitting there and. And, uh, and my mom told everybody, and I just remember Tiankum just breaking down. It was just so hard for him, and um, I still feel for him a lot. But um, that was kind of our our thing. Um, I feel like it was the thing that kind of helped connect the family at, at that point. And it was all about, okay, you know, what are, you know, what's the plan? What's, you know, what are we going to do to fight this? And, and so she, you know, she started with her appointments and stuff pretty, pretty soon. And, um, a lot changed. Um, you know, my mom wasn't going to be able to work and go through the treatments. And so she had to finish that. There was lots of like financial, um, worries. Um, and growing up, my mom let me be involved with some of the finances and, you know, I felt like they trusted me to help and it, I can't remember how, how far along and stuff, but eventually they, you know, had me be in charge of some of the stuff and, uh, kind of get things on the right, right path. And, uh, I guess that was kind of a nice thing that was, I was able to help in some, in some way. And so, so yeah, I mean that anything else with that specifics, I mean, so that'll, you know, we'll talk about this over the next mm-hmm. couple years of this, but that's kind of how it kind of started and, and, uh, we would come over, we came over, um, probably even more often I would say. And a lot of times we would come to like bring food, like food that she was, it was one of those hard things where like you want to, you hear all kinds of things about don't eat sugar, don't eat this, eat that, like so we were trying to find that balance of like helping your mom, like stocking her up with foods, 
that would help give her the best chance that she had and also giving her things that she wanted and um cuz you're cuz she also had diabetes and she there was all mm-hmm. there was other things too going on and but but we would come we would come and help with things around the house um and with food or they they, they would still come visit she would still come visit us too um sometimes and but yeah she always liked seeing the grandkids she yeah. loved seeing Rosalind as we as it progressed i mean she she really became very tired um you know obviously the more it progressed the more tired she got but she really appreciated um Rosalind was a very snuggly baby and i think that we i think we mentioned that that her nickname is snugs because she mm. she loved to be held and that's something that she loved to do it, grandma would love to sit and hold Rosalind and read books to her or just or do little like play with little things with her or just hold her and and Rosalind would just sit there for with her for a long long time um um that progressed into into that summer a lot happened that summer um so Trent was engaged and so they were getting married that summer which was which was exciting um we uh, Trevor so uh, so first of all something that I really loved um Eden was just an amazing seamstress but like as she went she just wanted something special to wear to the wedding um but couldn't really find anything and and so we decided she wanted to make herself a dress but she was just sick and she was just and tired and so I don't know if she asked me or if I offered I'm not I don't recall how it came about I think that I started off helping her with it and then it then I ended up just making it for her but that was something that I just like like prayed and prayed about I pray before I pray before and throughout every sewing project that I do um to try to learn and and grow but that was like a big one that I was like I can't make a lot of mess ups on this because I it needs to be special for for Eden and and it um it ended up turning out really well she looked I feel like she looked really good in it I feel like she felt really good in it as far as circumstances allowed and so that was a really special project that we got to work on together and that I got to do for her that was just really special that I really liked um over that um let's see Anyway, so that was so that was a neat thing to be able to do, to do together. Other things from that summer, um, we were getting closer. So Melee had turned five. It was really cute because so she turned five in February. 
um, obviously. And she, um, for her birthday, we had decided to ask somebody in the ward, uh, sorry, somebody in the stake in a different ward, if we could go and do like pony rides at her house. And so that morning we told her that that's what we were going to do. And she was so excited and she loved horses and she was so excited. And then, and then with her cute imagination, she started saying that they were, we were going to go ride a unicorn. And I remember being like really quick to be like, okay, wait, it's not a unicorn. It's just like a pony. It's just a horse. But she was just, she was just so thrilled and all the kids loved having turns um, riding the, the pony. Anyway, so, so she turned five. And so this was going to be the, the September that she started school. And up until this point, we were all ready. I mean, we, that was kind of the plan. She was just going to go to kindergarten in Oregon that year. That's the first year that they did a switch into kind of a mandatory all day kindergarten before there was half day available. And I feel like it's, it's just interesting. I I feel like if half day would have been available, that maybe that we would have just done that and been fine with it. And who knows, you know, but I just was, I just was feeling like I, I just felt like there was a lot that I still wanted to do, that I still wanted to teach her. And I felt like going to kindergarten all day for her, it was just too much, not necessarily for her. I think that she would have gone and thrived. She was excited. She loved the idea of all the friends, like all of that was like fun for her. And she's always been very curious and bright academically. And I think that that setting, I think that she would have been fine in. It was just more of just as I was thinking about like how much time she was going to be spending there and in indoors, I just did not feel comfortable about it. And so I started, um, I started researching and I started trying to figure out how to, I, I went and talked to teachers at the school that she was going to be at, trying to find a way for her to not have to go the whole day. And it ended up, they said that they were willing to do it, but it depended on the superintendent. And so I called to set up meetings with him and he like refused to even see me or talk to me and said that it was not an option. It was all day or nothing kind of a thing. And, and I even suggested, could I just like pull her out some days? And I was like trying to research like how many days they would have to go in order to, and to, you know, meet the requirements or whatever. And just with all of that, I just, um, I just didn't like any of the answers that I was getting. And then especially when he didn't see, like refused to even meet with me. I was just like, what, what do we do then? And, um, I feel like we did. Yeah. We, we kind of talked to one of 
the uh, I don't know if it was one of the kindergarten teachers or something. Yeah, I talked. But to it her. basically, it just came across as like she was there to convince us that everything would be fine mm-hmm. and to take like it wasn't. I guess and that's I felt too. like she, in, in the beginning it was more of like oh yeah we'll we'll talk to you mm-hmm. but then it seemed like it was anyway yeah it just became uncomfortable yeah for what we were wanting yeah and you I mean I remember you talking to cousins mm-hmm. I started and, I had found out that I have a cousin who homeschools that I talked to and then I I remember though like during all of this I actually I was in Walmart. And I ran in to the Stuckey family, like randomly. And I had forgotten, kind of, but like running into them, it kind of clicked. I was like, wait, they they homeschool. And I I kind of asked her a little bit about what that looks like and stuff. And she sent me a big email. And I feel like that was like, I feel like that was an answer too, that like I happened to run into them because they still lived up in Enterprise and um and I guess we, we ran I, into them I guess to kind of put this in perspective too like I don't know when the kids listen to this and stuff like mm-hmm. homeschooling is a lot more popular now or a lot more people do it yeah not but but not when then. we but when we started doing it it was very much still kind of a a weird thing yeah like could a, be viewed that way why like weird is an abnormal like yeah. You don't, people don't do that. Like I said, like I had, I mean, I didn't know, I didn't. Sorry. Tomorrow you can have breakfast. Good night. Okay. Um, So, um, (laughs) someone did not really like eat enough for dinner, I guess. Okay. So I, um, so yes, uh, this is something that like there, there's a ton more resources now. There was a, there's a, I, I mean, I can, you can argue too. There's a lot more resources back then than there even was, you know, for the previous generation. But, but this was all just new to us, but I, we felt like looking back now, it's just interesting to see how things all just kind of fell into place to lead us into this decision. And um, and when Trevor comes back, I, I want to ask him like what his first reaction was. I feel like um, when, when we suggested, when I suggested doing homeschool um, and... I I think one of my one of my worries which this was this is always like the top worry of everybody and I have learned a lot more since then but one of my worries was that she was so excited for like all the friends all the friends and and but but as I was kind of thinking about it and praying and praying about it I just like kept having this feeling of like, well, what better place for her to learn than at home with her, with her own mother and her siblings. And, um, and like I said, I just, I, 
I was sad to think about continuing to do all of the fun things that we love to do, going to the park, going to the library, doing all of those things, and Maylee not being there. I wanted everybody to be there. And I was also sad about the thought of her being inside so much. I loved the kids being able to be outside and and just play and have that fresh air and just be able to yeah, just to play and just to do all of the things. And, um, and so what I wanted, I, so my perspective, Trevor, is that there wasn't necessarily, a me coming to you and saying, I want to do this. And then you having to decide to like, I feel like it all just kind of fell into place, but do you have any other, like, thoughts do you remember me coming to you and saying hey maybe we should look into homeschool or what your thoughts were about that um yeah I don't know I guess remembering back I just feel like and and maybe it's because it's worked out so well now but I I remember being you know good with it and it was always we always started out with like, let's see how it goes. Yeah. Like, we can always... We'll take it a year at a time. Yeah. And I think that's been a good approach to it. Um, like, we definitely went I, all in, I will but, say this. But... Like, I feel like... Like I was saying, like, it was a fairly more unique thing mm-hmm. in, in so much that a lot of reaction from family members mm-hmm. was not necessarily positive about it. Yes. I mean, I remember my dad saying, like, like I did, I never went to kindergarten. So, I mean, that was his kind of, like, fun kind of, like, you know, it's not a big deal. Kind like, of like, do what whatever you, want. you yeah, do yeah, will yeah, be fine. Yeah. yeah. But I think, You're, I think initially I my mom was your bothered. Mom was, your was mom bothered was worried by, about it. I mean, my b- mom comes from, you know, her dad was an educator and all of her brothers are educators and... I think I think there was a misunderstanding of why we were doing it. It yeah. wasn't it wasn't to um run anything away against, from the government yeah, or yeah. and and really which is and very it was nothing now, against is, teachers yeah. either because I have and and this is I don't this is one of those things that I wish that there was a I I have I have such a respect for teachers and even like that was my that was the beginning of what I was going to school for is yeah. I was planning on being like a public school teacher myself yeah. and um and there was it, for some people there was a little bit of a of a I went you think I did you can do it better Yeah, you than, think you can do it better than me or I went to school for for this and And there's and there's still been some of that there's there has been family, but. um but for us, it wasn't about like it wasn't about us that. against the teachers. Yeah. It was just... Or we can do a better job. Yeah, or... it was just, I'm their mother. I have... And, I, and I, don't, I don't like doing things out of fear. But as I looked at how fast the time was going and, you know, I don't... I, I like to try to keep in balance the, you only have 18 summers. Like... Like I try to keep that into balance where it's like, it's true. It goes by fast. I took in, I took to heart a lot of the things that grandma would say, like, just love them. Like it goes by quicker than you think. Like that kind of stuff I did take to heart. And I was like, okay, if this is going to go by quick, 
Like, what do we want that to look like for our family? Um, in balance with just like, let's just, what would be, what do we, what would be best? And for us, like family time, being outside, doing, doing things together was best. I think, I think some people fear a lot too, like, oh, I'm going to mess, I'm going to, we're going to mess this up for kids. And I, I don't, because, I mean, because of you, there was a lot of confidence and that this was going to work out well. Um, and I think that confidence comes from righteous living. I feel like that confidence comes from the way you were raised. Um, and so it was, it was never, yeah, it it was just something that we felt like we could do. Um, and took it step by step. And I think sometimes we get to benefit from those type of decision making where it's you get to just take the first step and see where that step takes you and that everything isn't so dramatic and such a big deal and life or death. And, um, and it's really you know, we've had other decisions that have been different, like buying a house or things like mm-hmm. that. But But at the end of the day... I think because it's, I mean, even, even at that time, I feel like our life was very centered on Jesus Christ and the faith that, you know, yeah, he'll let us make mistakes, but it's not, yeah. it's not something. If you are intentionally trying to do the right thing and living righteously, I think it's really hard to completely mess things up. Like, of course there's going to be mistakes and we've made, and, and I've, I've made, I mean, I've made homeschooling mistakes, but, and I've, and I have, there have been times where I am stressed about it. And then other times that I'm like, whatever. And then either way, I probably favor more on the stressed side probably, but looking at them now and like with Mealy, I mean, she was sent to our family for a reason first. Be, I mean, we got to try out everything on her. She's been very resilient. She's been very resilient. And now, you know, what, eight years in? I mean, we've been able to look back. We're like, it's been okay. I mean, I think we've been able to look back and say it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, and this isn't to compare other families and their no, decisions. that's not always. But I feel like there are some things that Maylee, Elena, and Derek haven't had to deal with mm-hmm. that not necessarily that they have to deal with. Like mm-hmm. other people view it as a rite of passage or as a you've got to, you know, go through this type of experience. They haven't had to deal with those things. And I don't know. I mean, maybe it would have been harder on them. Maybe they would have struggled with it, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. I think they would have been able to handle them just like everybody else I think does. So too. But, but we can look at it as a blessing that they haven't as young children had to deal with some of the things that some of these other children do. Yeah. And again, that's not to say that they're better or not just, mm-hmm. just to observe that it's a, it's a blessing that yeah. they haven't had to. I feel like there are reasons for starting this through that. Like we said, we're not, we're not trying to necessarily like 
hide our kids from the world. We're not trying to get away from the school system as much. But however, there have been benefits that we've seen for for our family from that. Even just the levels of anxiety like that, you know, the more I research all of this stuff, I'm like, and it, it's true. Like kids, I mean, I, this is this is me talking a little bit negative, I guess. But the th- like kids go in, into the school and they sit down in their desks and they do work for hours and hours. And they are expected to perform well and they are expected to keep up. And there's all this talk about like reading levels and math levels and, and gifted and... Is your is he falling behind? Is he not? And and so much stress with that that rubs off on the kids and and th- there's reasons why mm. we're seeing all of these levels the of anxiety whole... and depression and all the you know. Anyways, so I, and I think that is definitely a benefit that I did may, not foresee. Yeah, and maybe this sounds like you know controlling parent and stuff like that, but mm. but the ability to control the environment that our kids are in and not have to, you know, if the kids are having a bad day, they're having a, they're having a bad day in a safe place. Yeah. And they're not, they're not bringing negativity in from other areas into the house. Like we have control over the, I feel like we have more control over the environment, Mm -hmm. environment of home. And again, like, you know, you kids are gonna have to make your own decisions. Yeah. And we and, and I we hope support. that we are good at respecting and supporting you at for your parenting decisions and 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 just kind of another exa- example decisions. or lesson of just kind of reiterate it's a lot of these decisions, a lot of these things come about with a thought, um which we you know, mm-hmm. after it's said and done, we can identify that as the spirit, but a thought from the spirit mm-hmm. that gives us time to think, to ponder. And as you act and on it, your guys' mother is very good about forward thinking and how that's going to impact life. And uh, that's a great quality that she has looking forward and not just worrying about what feels good now what's 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 you know what in this instant she's a lot more forward thinking she has a lot of self control she has a lot of um these good qualities that allows you to almost kind of you know not necessarily be a seer in the future like we we don't we didn't know what it was going to be like we just knew what some of these in decisions were how how are they going to impact who and we would think especially uh with your mother we think about like what what do we want our life to look like in the future and then make those decisions today that produce that instead of being so consumed with or being very reactionary to what's going on I feel like a lot of that's going on right now where you know, everybody's anti-school board and anti-this. And it's like, that's not, mm-hmm. I hope we don't get 
you know, viewed that way. I hope you kids have never felt like you got viewed that way because that's not what any of this was about. It was all about our family, our family culture. And a big part has always been like, like Maylee was going to be gone for 30 hours a week. And we just didn't like that. I mean, think that's the thing that made us feel the most uncomfortable. And it was more about the time being away from the family that we didn't necessarily like. And I don't know if part of that played in just how close Maylee and Elena were. We just didn't want to separate them. And I think that was maybe a thought that we had that, okay, well, you know, she won't do kindergarten this year, but maybe next, you know, maybe first grade she's, she we 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 change it Mm -hmm. and that's how it's always been it's you know every year we think about okay what do we want this to look like do we want to change some things and And the homeschooling stuff has been different the homeschooling has been different every year Mm -hmm. yeah because of that and so yeah and you 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 kind of it's been a blessing to our lives because it's not something that's known. It's not something that we just pass off to another person to take care of. We have to adapt and change and learn. And at the end of it, we'll feel like homeschool experts that will use that knowledge for I don't know because our mm-hmm. kids are already, you yeah. know, been through the system. Yeah. But whatever this learning process has been, I think it's been a blessing. Mm-hmm. For our family, it's been a blessing for our relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can depend on you. I'm amazed at your um, patience. I hope that it's helped you feel like I trust in you, that I'll back you up 100%. And, you know, maybe we don't learn those lessons if we send, maybe, maybe we do. We just learn it in a different way. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is we have learned those lessons with this choice that we made. And that it's going well. Thank you. Um, we'll probably, this, I mean, we'll probably talk more about this a little later. I will say real quick as a plug to, um, as far as the success so far, we've had, nobody's graduated yet, but... Um, like I've, I've had a lot of people, I always, so this is not the reason why either that we do this, but, um, I do get compliments all the time about the kids, about how kind they are and how they love each other. Like so many parents will tell me like, how do you get your kids to love each other and to play together? Cause our kids just play all the time. Um, even our, our older ones will play with any age as far as socially, I think they're just fine. Um, we have some kids that are maybe a bit more reserved than other kids, but I, you know, that's all personality and, um, based on what they need socially, I guess. And, and, um, I've had people too tell me that they thought that we were absolutely crazy in the beginning and now they're like oh like this is actually a really Mm -hmm. good thing um 
but but we'll probably stop the homeschool discussion there and just say that this is okay well no I'll wrap it up and say <laughs> so it with this journey I just I we you know we finally we we started talking about homeschool and then I got a call um from the district to enroll Maylee and they were kind of like okay like are you ready to enroll her and I just that was when I just had this feeling come over me and I said I said no we're just gonna homeschool her and they said okay and like we hung up and it was just like relief like I had made the decision that's what we were gonna do at least for that year and it felt really good and I remember it's probably energizing it was yeah it was really good it was a little scary but it was just mostly good and I called my sister afterwards and I was like crying which doesn't um it was silly but I was just like I think I'm gonna homeschool I'm gonna homeschool I'm gonna start homeschooling my kids and she thought that it was awesome and I called my one of my friends too and she said I called Julie and she said if anybody could do it you could and oh, what a sweet thing so after that um and then I did I talked and then you to my mom it to me. and then I maybe mentioned it to you. no I <laughs> no you knew you knew first and then these were I'm, my I'm subsequent <laughs> anyway so then I remember talking to my mom and she said she was she was uh she was pretty supportive. She was kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, you know, well, kindergarten is probably not really like necessary. And she's like, who knows? Maybe in a year you'll change your mind and stuff like yeah. that. And and I said maybe, but you know, but, and, but a, she was that's just to exemplify overall, just how yeah how it was kind of a different thing. It was and, yeah, and our parents never really mm-hmm. even that that was never even a thing with our parents. No, it was never At a all. consideration. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, honestly, it was really not a consideration to us until like no. now, like that summer was when yeah. we fell into it and we just. It's like, wait, we've got to send Maylee away? Yeah. <laughs> what wait do we do? But what do we do to stop yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it was, and it was definitely more than me just like. It's like when. Wanting to, cause, uh, cause, cause my mom would always be sad to send us to school. Like I remember uh-huh. that and she was vocal about that. And I, I appreciated like knowing that she loved us and that she wanted us to be around, but it was still like, you still go. So it was more than, than that. It just, you know, yeah. Like you said, it just, it's like when, when playing house got really serious. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we were, pl- we've been playing house. And then we had to make somebody a let us buy a house. And we were like, wait, <laughs> so, yeah. um, okay. So we decided to homeschool. So that's what, so I started kind of looking into, okay, like, how are we going to do this? What are we like trying out different things and what do we want it to look like? And we didn't have to do it for very long. And, you know, anyways, but that's the thing. Um, I mean, we, st- we started the year. Those were two really big things. Yeah. Like we started the year with mom not having cancer yeah us not even knowing about homeschool really no and end of the year with, and end of the year with all that stuff with all that stuff so, so i think we can go a yeah. little bit longer let's try to see if we can finish up the year because we just okay. have a few things um okay so that was summer so then august came around 
I decided to take on planning my high school 10-year reunion, (laughs) (laughs) which was kind of a joke. Which we did ours. We did mine that summer. We did yours that summer, too, because we graduated same year. Um, Yours was a lot more put together and, like, official, and people came. (laughs) My class is lame. Um, The president of my class, like, got in kind of because he was funny. It was... It was ridiculous. Anyways, um, he did nothing. And so I, and nobody else was doing anything. And so I stepped up and I decided to plan the whole thing. I contacted everybody. Luckily, Facebook helps a lot with that. Um, my, my friend Jessica helped me too. We decided to do like ice cream and I rented a place and we had a good, like, we had several people show up. It was just at the park, though. It was, really it was at the park. It? I did. I, I rented the hall just in case. Oh, okay. So, or the, that gazebo place, which was, it was still kind of expensive. But anyways, but yeah, so some people came. A lot of people even, and it was, it was pleasant. It was pleasant that everybody came. Um, but people who didn't come were very responsive on Facebook and like we like I created a group and so people talked and stuff for a little bit on that and so that was kind of fun um but yeah it was interesting there was not like I mean we had four kids um Jessica at that point had did she have three kids anyway so we but most people you know they didn't have kids most people weren't married like they had maybe gone to college. It was just a very interesting dynamic where we were so different. Like we yeah. all started off graduated and then anyways, it was good to catch up with some of them. That I think the morning of that we so we the plant we had traveled over to my parents' house and then from there Trevor was going to fly out for Trent's wedding Wedding just just trevor was going because we could um because we could not well we couldn't even afford that but we made it work (laughs) and so he they were getting married in texas and having a a uh a reception in louisiana right you went over there for the reception um so we went over there and so trevor was gonna fly out from there that morning of my reunion Rosalind f- rolled off of a, of like a, an easy chair, landed on like on carpet. on carpet yeah. on the side of her arm. So like I don't know, like you're laying your head on your arm. She kind of landed like that on her arm, and what's this bone? Um, the equivalent of the femur bone. <laughs> for your arm Uh, why can't i yeah why can't i think of what it's called anyways that um so she so she started she was crying and um do you want to elaborate on all any of that okay all right so she was crying and she wouldn't move her arm and i just i i like she would try to. She would try. Like, I just knew, like, it's Something just one of those do. things. Like, I mean, kids fall all the time. But it's like one of those things, like, I, we just knew that something was wrong. So we took her to the ER. Her arm was broken. It was just a, it was a hairline fracture kind of a thing. Um, it was 
broken and we, so they wrapped it up. They just wrapped it up to her Mm -hmm. body and told us to come back in to the specific doctor's office to get a cast the next day. So I was like, okay. So we went, she was laying down for a nap. I went to the reunion, came back um, the next day. We went to the doctor's office. He didn't even look at it. It was like a really awkward Just thing. Look at it. Yeah. He did. Like we sat, we, we walked in, Trevor and I both walked in with baby. Um, he asked a couple questions and then said like, kind of like, okay, well like come with me kind of thing. And then was the appointment at Dornbecker's or was it at... Was it at an office in Dornbecker's? I think so. Yeah, it was at an yeah, it was at an office in Dornbecker's, which was in which is in Portland. So we were there. He um he walked us kind of across into the hospital, and then basically said that we had to stay there. Like he admitted us into the hospital, had us stay there overnight. Um, they separated me from Trevor and asked me questions about our relationship, and like if Trevor was abusive and things like that. And, and like, it was like, no. And then I realized what, so they wanted to take the baby to like, to do tests on her. And I said, no, like, you're not like, I need to stay with her anyways. So they just put us in a room. And so then like, basically we were held hostage. And so lots of people came in to ask me again and again and again, what had happened and finally, after forever, they took x-rays of her and they told us that she would not be getting a cast. And did I stay overnight? I stayed overnight with her in the hospital. And I was like, is there, I mean, like, I didn't know that we were going to be spending the night. And so I said, I didn't have money with me or anything. <laughs> I was like, how am I supposed to eat? Like, I'm nursing her. I need to be able to eat. And so they did give me a meal, but it was awful. They like, like the, there was a lot of nurses that were really kind. They were kind about the situation, but it was one of those things that it was just, I don't know, scary. And yeah, part of it was like, why, yeah. Why are we using our resources in this way? Like I remember, yeah, just feeling like, it was just a total big waste of time. Like they wouldn't answer about like getting an x-ray, things like that. Like yeah. it never really seemed like it was about fixing her arm. Fixing we her thought they arm. were going to fix her arm. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember coming up and there'd been, anyway, I just saw another person, another child that had been admitted and thinking like, like all the resources should be on this kid. That's actually like, physically hurt and yet we're wasting resources on this situation the other thing is too is like sadly i under i i'm glad that they look into things however like with the way that they did it and springing it up on us i'm like well i we have other kids at home i'm not like what was the plan like i have three other kids that i have to go take care of and i mean luckily we were able to work it out pretty easily because my parents were there and uh, like we were visit, but 
but what I mean, what if, like, what if, what if, like, like, what were we supposed to do just being held hostage at the hospital? Yeah, it was, it's, it is sad that, that that happens. And I just, I wonder what the red flag was. Yes. Because they kept saying, I, I think they said like, the way her arm broke, mm-hmm. it just it just doesn't break like that. Yes, like the story that we the told story that to we them told did not add up. Yeah, but that's what happened. But that's what happened. Like so. <laughs> that is what happened. Um, so and anyways. they they asked the questions enough to where it's like, wait, what did like what did actually happen? Like, what did we do that? Was I wrong? wasn't even anyway. there. I was not in the room. No. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like you were you were asking me like, what no what really did happen? And, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people around mm-hmm. when she it happened. It wasn't, and off. it wasn't, there was nothing, you know. Yeah. It was just, it was unfortunate. And so basically, um, after being held hostage in the hospital, basically we were told that she wouldn't need a cast. We just needed to keep her arm and it was her right arm. Mm-hmm. Um, she, we just needed to keep it. Um, wrapped up close to her body and luckily it was in the summertime so she didn't really have to have a shirt we could just keep her wrapped up Um, unfortunately for for me Trevor left maybe the day after that I think yeah to spend several days yeah over with family for the wedding and so it was me four kids um Derek was you know a rambunctious boy and taking care of this baby who had a broken arm. Um, I did not have a baby carrier or a sling or anything. Like I was just carrying her around a lot. Um, she ended up learning and she had to be like that for a couple months. She ended up learning how to just kind of scoot herself around with her little <laughs> left arm and yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But um, anyways, so we'll go ahead and end there so that's the end of the summer um we'll pick up it, it was and with wedding reception yeah we'll pick up with wedding reception and the rest of rosalind's arm break drama next time but anyways it's kind of a loaded but this is our life yeah. <laughs> that's what happened I love you guys. okay love you